Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Dina. Hi, Melissa. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. We're at episode 36, which is super, super exciting. And we have a great topic to discuss today, which is millennial versus Gen Z. And uh, it's fitting because I just turned very old, 33. I'm very much a millennial. Before we dive into that topic, we have a few quick little trends to discuss. Yes, we'll brief you guys on all the latest. What's our first one, Dina? Our first one is so exciting to me. I'm obsessed with this because I've been made fun of this for very long by many of my friends. So I was sent this video like 10 times because it's just a known fact. I wear socks to sleep. And this doctor on TikTok, at Dr. Jess is her handle, made a video saying if you wear socks to bed, you'll get a better night's sleep. And I've just been, I feel like I've been living my life in the in the correct way it's just validation it's fantastic so let's talk about people that wear socks to bed so wearing socks makes your feet warm and this opens up the blood vessels that cools the body down the body being cool tells the brain that it's time for bed so actually people that wear socks tend to fall asleep faster dr jess out yes and i should point out that i would never shame you for wearing socks because I myself have actually not taken off socks for the past, (laughs) honestly, ever. I can't remember ever a time in my life that I wasn't wearing socks. Um, I don't just wear them to bed. I wear them all day, all the time. I wear Tevas every day and I wear socks with them. Well, that's that's less desirable, the Teva and socks look. But I won't judge. I can't judge. But my feet are always cold because I have rhinoids, which Mm -hmm. one in four Mm -hmm. women have. It's just we are very poor circulation. So my feet and my hands and my big schnoz, because it sticks out, is usually very cold. So, you know, I can't put a sock on my nose, but, you know, that's going to stay cold. But my feet, why not? Sometimes I wear double socks in the winter in New York. My feet are always cold. When I walk outside with socks and sandals on and sometimes it's hot out people will say aren't your feet hot and I say my feet have never been hot (laughs) can you imagine thinking of sweaty feet Uh, I think we should that's enough of of this topic after that the next the next trend and I think actually uh, this is an old trend Uh, it's just been coming up on uh, some of our friends for you pages uh, disturbing trend. It's baby brow TikTok. Melissa, what are your thoughts on baby brow TikToks? So baby brow TikTok is where um, people will draw eyebrows on their babies. So it's exactly what it sounds like in the same way, you know, makeup artists would draw brows on someone for a glamour shot. They're doing that to their babies. Very dramatic eyebrow shaping. It is horrifying. Mm-hmm. There's just something about seeing a baby with like very dramatic eyebrows is shocking. 
And it's funny because a lot of it'll be like a mom drawing them on and then saying to the dad, like, here, hold my child. And the dad will look and be like, what did you do to my child? But then laugh. I mean, whenever I find my future husband, I hope that he would just like divorce me if I did that. (laughs) I can't help but think that if I put, if I gave that to Jared, Jared would just (laughs) drop the baby and say like, what's wrong with it? (laughs) my baby has some disease (laughs) baby brown disease (laughs) the next one isn't a trend but it's an account that i love so much the account is at t-o-o-a-p-r-e-e his name is asif khan and he does prank interviews so he'll actually schedule real interviews but he'll just prank the people interviewing him and my favorite is he just is eating during an interview and the woman's like please stop and he just won't stop eating and this had me laughing so hard he does another one where he's in the shower during an interview i love it can't get enough of him so my for you page was trying to make me watch these videos Mm -hmm. like i every single time i opened tiktok it was one of his videos like in fact multiple videos would appear on my for you page And every single time, I would swipe away so fast. This makes me so uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, to me, it just, it's the line between, like, funny comedy and, like, uncomfortable comedy. And it is, it's just, this for me is, like, I'm so anxious watching it. Mm. I'm horrified by it. Like, I'm not, unfortunately, because of that, it's, like, not funny to me. It's not entertaining. I'm just, like oh god get this off of my page this is making me so uncomfortable yeah there is one where he was actually like hitting on this big guy who looked like the rock that made me uncomfortable but like when he's eating or or pretending like or he's in a shower like i just lost it it's very it's good. a it's a great premise though like i give yeah, props great, yeah. to the guy and i i'm happy that he's like finding this funny format and just continuing to do it on tiktok but it's my, personally not my cup of tea. I get it. We, we can agree to disagree. Have different TikTok tastes. That's yes. fine. All right. Now we're going to move into our main topic, which is millennial versus Gen Z. And I feel like this divide has happened because of TikTok. And there's just been so many TikToks going around with millennials hating on Gen Zers or Gen Zers hating on millennials. Before we start, though, doing research, because, yeah, of course, Melissa and I do a lot of research for this podcast, uh, I looked at Wikipedia, you know, everyone's favorite source, to figure out who are millennials and who are Gen Z. Like, what are the ages? Mm-hmm. So we have from Wikipedia, psychologist Jean Twenge defines millennials as those born between 1980 and 1994. Got it. And we were, I was born in 89 and you were born in 88, right? Correct. Yeah. So we're, we're so in the where, middle of the millennials. Yeah, we're like where we're very from. much millennial. Yeah. Then Generation Z, aka Gen Z, it refers to the generation born between 1996 and 2010. So if you're born in 1995, apparently you're, you don't have a generation, but 96 <laughs> yeah. to 2010 are the Gen Z. So, so, a Gen Zer could be 11 right now or like in their young 20s, basically. Yeah. Okay. I would like to start off 
by saying, even though there's like the beef between Gen Z and millennials, I love Gen Z. I think they're a great generation. I never want to upset them. Now to make a good uh, Real Housewives analogy, I am not scared of Gen Z in the same way Lisa Barlow is not afraid of Jen Shaw. So take that as you may. Bravo. <laughs> bravo! <laughs> yes, bravo, bravo. I'm not sure that worked. That worked. Um, and, and I personally very much agree with this first video that we'll play by at Mrs.Beaton. If you're over 30, stop. TikTok saved my life. I love this app. I never want it to go away. But I have noticed that there has been a recent flood of older people, such as myself, joining the app. And I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling worried. Because Gen Z owns this app. If they don't like what's going on here, they're going to leave. They'll find another social media app. They keep running from us. We keep finding them. I need you all to be cool. Don't it up. Too many of us ruins things. We ruin everything. The workplace, the government, Facebook, Instagram, the laugh cry emoji. That's canceled. Yeah, we ruined that. We ruined an emoji. Their house, their rules. They want you to take your shoes off at the door. You take your shoes off at the door. No back talk, no excuses. I don't care what socks you're wearing and get better socks. God. Yeah, so I hardcore agree with this as well. And I love, some of these comments are great. People like us in the comments. One of them is saying, I lay low. I don't comment. I don't heart. <laughs> and I certainly don't create TikToks. I just watch and laugh. There's someone who says, noted, backs out of room in same footprint. Um, and then and then this one that's really genuine um, that I loved seeing. This woman says, TikTok has saved me as a stay-at-home mom during this quarantine. I love all the young creative energy here. Um, and that's, you know, that's very much, I think, how I feel in a way, too. I'm, I'm not a mother, thank God, um, during all this. <laughs> but, um, but and, and then actually Mrs. Beaton, she replies to this. She says, same, the super creative and aggressively inclusive energy is giving me life in some dark, dark times. Gen Z are heroes. I think that's how I feel. I think that's yeah. absolutely, like, how... I have felt about TikTok this past year in particular. Like, it, honestly, like, it did just sort of feel like, oh. Like, I was sad to be a millennial in some ways. Like, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, here we were just, like, ignoring racial injustice this whole time. Ignoring the fact that capitalism was, like, eating away at our society and at people's brains. Like, all these things that I'm just like, oh god, okay, I'm 30 and like just realizing that this is all a big poop emoji. And like <laughs> to to be on this app and see people who are younger and inspiring and motivated and doing things to make a difference in the world and speaking out, I find it inspiring. And it's it's inspired me to to do more too. Like I yeah I I love the energy from Gen Z. I am very very much on board. Yeah, I think you hit a lot of good points there. I think for me, uh, inspiration was the main thing that it gave me. Like I, I think when we grew up with Instagram, mostly I guess because Facebook, even our generation was like 
not cool because all our parents started joining and now most of our friends don't use Facebook. But Instagram, as we've said a hundred times, is this like glossy, shiny image of everyone's lives. You only see who you follow. And then TikTok, everyone is just so real. And Gen Z started that. And the best thing is, is how supportive and inclusive everyone is. So, you know, I feel like on Instagram, there's bullies and Facebook, there are bullies and trolls. But if you have a good algorithm, (laughs) your For You page is just like pure serotonin. Like it has made me so happy during quarantine and even before because as you know I've had it before then and that's why I urged all my friends to get it all my millennial friends who said nope we're too old for TikTok but no one's too old please do listen to at Mrs.Beaton and don't fuck it up other millennials for us please don't fuck it up please the next one someone named Serena her handle is at Glamdemon2004 Ah, she's a Gen Zer. She has a great take too. It's like millennials just don't get mad. I'm sorry, but this trend of millennials getting mad because Gen Z doesn't like their side parts and skinny jeans might genuinely be the saddest thing I've ever seen on the internet. Like, why do you care whether or not a 16 year old likes your outfit? I have never seen so many 30 year olds genuinely angry that their style would not make them popular if they were in high school right now. Just a suggestion, but if you would like to be seen as stylish, maybe avoid jeans for the most part. Like, what are you, painting a house? For all this talk about being an adult, maybe dress like one and stop wearing jeans on dates. So side parts are fine, just don't wear one if you have straight, flat hair. Otherwise, you look like if leggings were a person. So, again, like, I think this is a funny, cute video. Unfortunately, the people in the comments did not listen to Mrs. Beaton. It's literally like, yeah, everything we were just saying, please don't screw it up, millennials. These comments are filled with millennials saying, how dare you? Like, oh, you didn't have to go through blah, 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 and you don't know what it's like, and, you know, you, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're so young and entitled. Oh, guys, get off the app, please. Like, please don't ruin it for all of us. Like, (laughs) this is a fun, cute, clever video. Please don't just shit on us. (laughs) Stop. Oh, terrible. Oh, man, I hadn't looked at the comments, so I'm sorry to hear that. But, I mean, I totally agree. She says we should cancel all jeans. Yes. And also, uh, like, her line about looking like if leggings were a person is just gold like pure comedy pure gold from a gen zer and we gotta support these gen zers yes okay <laughs> i think it's funny like like i guess it's that's so what's funny. bothering me about the comments is like this is a joke like she's not yeah. actually attacking right. your exactly. skinny jeans and why she's are you taking hilarious. it personally like <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, it's like, come on, guys, lighten up. Like, yeah, this is what it's all about. She's not- I feel like we're just apologizing for our generation <laughs> over and over again, I but am, I will. I <laughs> please, <laughs> for sure. Please keep us on the app. Yes. So we're going to mention a few videos now that are millennials sort of speaking to this. And so they all have their own perspective on why millennials are the way they are defending us in a way. So we'll start with this first video from at Alabama Abby. 
Hey, Gen Z, I love you, girl, but this is for you. Um, I feel like before you shit on a whole generation, you should understand them better. So here's your modern day millennial. We're fucking tired. We're overworked from either our nine to five jobs, raising kids, maybe both. We are completely dependent on coffee and wine to get us through. Doesn't matter what time of day. Um, the only thing that's relevant to us is leggings, joggers, cute, comfy sets. In a world where we can literally wear pajamas out in public and call it athleisure, who gives a fuck about jeans? Um, the only trend I care about is fitting my fupa into something comfortable. As far as the laughing while crying emoji, um, I've been using an iPhone since you were five. Don't come for me unless I call for you. But I promise you when I use that emoji, it's not because I'm laughing till I cry. It's because I'm smiling through the tears. And until Apple comes up with another emoji that better represents my mental health, that emoji will always be relevant. And one thing I can say, I can speak for all the millennials on this. We left all our fucks in 2020 and we have none to give you, sweetheart. She makes a good point, but again, I don't think Melissa and I would agree with her tone because, you know, we want Gen Z to keep us on the app and not attacking us. Yeah. She makes some valid points, though, but I think the the combative, confrontational tone I personally don't agree with. I feel similarly. I'm glad that you, you brought that up. That was how I felt, too. But she, she's got some great one-liners in there. Yeah, the, uh, great one-liners, very funny, great video. We can move to the next one now, I think, which is from at Kelsey Fairley. And this is about low-rise jeans, and this is very relatable. Low-rise jeans are the reason that all millennial women used to have an eating disorder. So while Gen Z is on the subject of millennials and denim, Let me remind you, you get high-waisted jeans, body positivity, and thick being a compliment. We got Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, and butt crack jeans. Oh no, I need to do more squats to make my butt bigger. We had to make our butts disappear entirely. Show some respect, period. Yeah, again, like, I just, I think this is a funny bit, like... Kelsey is a comedian, and I I think this is a funny bit. I think they make some just funny observations, funny points. If I was in a comedy club watching this, I would laugh. I don't know. This one's got a funny tone to me. I don't feel like it's as combative, but I don't know. Some people in the comments found it um, offensive. Really? Yeah. Well, let me just ask you, like, low-rise jeans for me... So when I first started buying jeans, because like for most of my life, I actually didn't wear jeans because I like as a chubby kid, like the last thing you ever want to do is go jean shopping. Like I have trauma from that. So I always wear sweats and every, you know. So when I started buying jeans, low rise jeans were in. I didn't know another rise was invented because people who worked at stores would just give me low rise jeans. I didn't know that having to like, always like cover your butt crack you did like that wasn't necessary like no one told me because I don't know anything about fashion so it'd be like okay here's some jeans to try on I think oh these are the jeans I have to get these are my only option so growing up with that and now realizing like whoa like your butt crack doesn't have to almost stick out is it's life it's game changer same I remember also having to buy very long shirts like that was always a thing like yes because my jeans were so low yes and that was like I had layers of camis because I needed to cover my butt crack 
same and it's so funny because my mom would always be like and still to this day she's like you love long shirts all all the shirts she she sees a long shirt she's like that's dina and now that you point that out it's because of my trauma from low-rise jeans Mm -hmm. maybe if i didn't have that trauma i didn't i don't need long shirts that cover my butt crack because that was like the most mortifying thing to like if my butt crack or or muffin top would pop out i mean Oof, that that is traumatic. I remember it was a reflex. Like when I would have to bend yes. down, I would hold, hold the back of my jeans with my thumb and my pointer finger as I reached down. Sure. Actually, Gen Z really doesn't know how the good they have it. And now, I mean, all my jeans are actually skinny jeans because, again, I was told those are cool. Yeah. And like I found some comfy skinny jeans now higher rise. But... So, yeah, I just, you know what, I appreciate Gen Z for telling me what's cool right. because, like, now, like, I know, like, okay, cool. Then I can just buy more comfortable clothes. Like, that's you all. Know, I, I think overall it's like when you're living in the moment, you don't know that it's the moment, you yeah, know? And that's that, so I true. think that's the sort of funny thing about it all here is Gen Z being like, oh my God, millennials wear skinny jeans. Like, that was all there was. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that's I all I was told. You about. know, like that's all that was sold in the store, and I didn't even think like, oh, I don't like this. The same with the low rise. I didn't exactly. like the low rise. No, no one. But I didn't like have them. another choice. I didn't know we, at least we I didn't could think choose. We had another choice, right? Exactly. But we really, we really didn't though, because look at the culture. I mean, even now, the yeah. way that they're mocking people for wearing skinny jeans okay so you don't want to wear skinny jeans like there is very much a culture of you're supposed to wear this or you're not supposed to wear that Mm. and at the time you were supposed to wear low rise you were supposed to wear skinny jeans and so like we were doing what was cool at the time very good point but i will say you know everyone has different body types and I think what Gen Z gets is that they're more understanding of those. Yes. And I think TikTok brings that to the forefront. There's so many like curvier models now. Yeah. We had the stick thin models. We had the stick thin. And there wasn't a sense of like inclusivity. It was like everyone should wear these no matter what size you are or how good you look. Now it's like exactly. wear the clothes that look good on your body and make you feel good. You're absolutely right. And I will say, too, I watched um, the Britney documentary on the New York Times one on Hulu. And within the first five minutes, I was like, my God, like, how did we survive the 90s, early 2000s? What a horrific time for young women. There Mm -hmm. was just so much scrutiny and slander and judgment. And misogyny, yeah. Such misogyny. Oh, my God. Like, oof. I just, yeah. Like, I I agree with some of these millennials being defensive. Like, yeah, we did have to go through that. It was pretty traumatic. And, like, (laughs) yeah, it was tough. But it's funny, in hindsight, Gen Z is going to say the same thing, right? There's like they went through COVID during high school. Like, I can't imagine the trauma that will cause someone in high school or middle school to have to live through COVID. Like, that's another level. But it's every single generation just has their has their things. At least they will never know the pressure to buy hundred (laughs) dollar sweatpants that say juicy on the butt. 
as a 12 year old <laughs> shall no one have to go through that again sorry i gotta say i still wish i could just wear juicy sweatpants every day and it'd be normal <laughs> no but the so the i had like low rise juicy sweatpants which like defeated uh, the purpose of wearing sweatpants yeah um i also to be clear never really wore the juicy on the butt i just would wear the velour colors like I had like all the colors and I'd buy them a size up so they wouldn't be so low rise. Well, there you go. You, you know, you, you <laughs> Come, were, I was all about comfort. You were an individual back in the early 2000s. Good for you. It was about comfort. Good for you. And I, I literally, I think I never, I really in high school didn't wear jeans because again, like they were just so uncomfortable. So I think I wore uh, sweatpants. Through most of us. Also, I didn't want to change in gym. That was like an embarrassing thing to like have to like every other day to remember you have gym. You yeah. you can't wear jeans. You have to change into sweatpants. I was like, let me just wear sweatpants then. Um, I did the same thing. It further <laughs> yeah. reassuring we would have been friends. In uh, high school. Yeah. I used to yeah, I used to wear sweatpants on days I had PE. We actually had uniforms we had to wear though, but Ooh, the uniform was just basketball shorts. <laughs> yeah. And so the the basketball shorts would go below my knee, basically. So what I would do <laughs> is I would roll up my sweatpants so that I wouldn't have to change. I would literally just wear like my clothes, but like roll them up. And, like, I would put the, sh- the uniform shirt over my shirt, over and I would yeah, put sure. the basketball shorts over my sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I didn't have a uniform, because I was so germophobic, too, very OCD about germs. I would, oh, the thought about wearing, like, something someone else wore. No, did you, no, oh. it was my own. I owned it. Oh, thank God. It. But you oh, know God. I never brought it home to be washed. Oh, it was constant. It was just, like, gross in the locker for you. Yeah, you're wearing the same pair of socks for, like, how many days now? So I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, this next video is by at Emily Thank You Next. And she posted a video that, like, so many millennials stitched. And it was... Basically, the audio is, Millennials over 25, how are you? And her whole point was that she's 25, or, or like 24, whatever it is, very close. And she had done this, like, cr- these crazy exercises and was like, my body hurts. But it was so funny because I think she actually took down her original video <sighs> because she got hate from it. Because her original video was like, it was like, I ran a marathon. Like, I went biking. Not that extreme, but like, crazy exercises. And then it's like, everyone's like, of course you are hurting. Like, it doesn't matter your age. Like, you just like exercise like an insane person. Uh, this one, though, I got mad at millennials. Mm-hmm. Like, this oh, one, going back to our stitched. very first video, yeah, Mrs. Yeah, yeah. Beaton, like, guys. Yes, yes. Keep it cool. Like, please, like, yeah, like this girl posted a funny video that she was just like, yeah, you know, it was from. Funny. From age 22 to 25, like, my stamina has dropped significantly. And as a 31-year-old, I'm like, haha, yeah. I actually think before I even really looked at her comments, I commented being like, girl, it gets worse. Like, I'm hungover when I eat bread now. (laughs) So it was like, that was my reaction was like, haha, yes, like, I'm in on the joke with you. But then, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of millennials. Mm -hmm. It is unfortunate. Yeah, they were just sort of like, oh, what are you bragging about how much exercise you can do like god yeah it was a genuine question (laughs) one so the 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 best stitch was from at rider and it's r-e-i-d-e-r-r-r-r and we'll just play it it's great are people over the age of 25 okay 
Like, are you guys okay? No, BB, we're not okay. First of all, Valentine's Day is coming up and I'm still single, but that's not even the biggest deal. My lower back hurts every day. And I don't even get out of bed some of those days. People still trying to get other people to go on a run. In this economy? Also, my parents still like capitalism. The fuck am I supposed to do with that? Also, I can't eat dairy anymore because my body decided to hate me, so... I don't know. Also, every time I look at the sun, I'm reminded that we're all gonna die of climate change in nine years. Also, I keep falling in love with girls in different states, so that's not that fun either. Also, people like Tom Brady, and he's a MAGA guy. Who cares if he's good at sports? That's stupid. Also, my golden birthday was when I was three years old, so I didn't even get to celebrate it. Anyways, thanks so much for asking. Yeah, this is just hilarious. Um, I think... Every single millennial can relate. And I, lo- I like, want him to be our representative for sure. Like, totally. more, more people like him. Um, he's just, he's tired, but he's complaining. <laughs> and, like, there's just, there's a lot to complain about. Um, but, he, yeah, it's, this is perfection. The perfect millennial response, in my opinion. Absolutely. It, yeah, the best one. And then one of our favorite TikTokers who we had on the show, Mary-Kate, her account is at FakeTimmyChalamet. She, she didn't stitch it, but she actually responded to it and just said, it took Gen Z in this app to teach millennials how to shave their butthole correctly. <laughs> and like, yeah, like there's someone, a, a Gen Zer, who took the time to do the Lord's work of telling people how to shave their buttholes. Now, I will not put a uh, disclaimer. I won't put a razor to my butthole because I will probably injure myself somehow. I have you injured myself. See, long ago, long ago at this point, And I just I think I just gave up. You I mean, up, I'm married yeah. now. I don't really so do you anything. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I get I mean, I get, a, a, you know, a Brazilian wax every once in a while. So that's where my butt hell yeah. hair goes but yeah i, I mean it, but it's important to, to know there's just a wonderful like sex positive body positive mentality that gen z has that millennials certainly did not have and ag- yes. again i will reference this weird purity virginity ring thing that every oh. 90s pop star had britney spears was a the you Jonas know, Brothers version, the Jonas Brothers, like all of these stars had to like say they were virgins. And so mm-hmm. that was what we grew up with in the 90s as like, you were supposed to be a virgin. And so no wonder why we don't know how to shave our buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. This next one is so, so funny from at it's Courtney Michelle and it's millennials talking to Gen Z at an Urban Outfitters. And she definitely has the same take as Melissa and I on how to behave as a millennial. Hey, sis. Ta, sister. Yeah, I'm just checking out. Just getting some new new jeans. And they're all they're all fat legs. Not there's not a single leg that's skinny in there. You can you can look if you want. They're all wide load coming through with those legs. Is that your manager? Is that the side part? Okay, boomer. She must be really old. Oh, wow. Look at this makeup. Oh, it's so pretty. That actually reminds me of my favorite show, Euphoria. Yeah, I stand. I stand for that. I stand it hard. 
Like it just, it's, I watch a lot of teen dramas about sex and makeup, but this Euphoria just is, di hits different. It hit, like here's how a normal show would hit and here's how Euphoria hits. <laughs> it's different. Hey, uh, what's the tea on your, uh, what's, what's the tea on your return policy for these streets? Yeah, this is like people pleaser, millennial perspective, which I, I definitely fall under. It's just like, yes. Hey, cool. Like, and anytime, like, we'll talk to millennials or uh, Gen Zers, even if it's like through Instagram, like, you know, we'll post somebody's TikTok. I'm like very cautious not to use the laugh cry emoji because I use a <laughs> lot of emojis when I talk. I'm like, I'm trying, I'm tiptoeing around it. And a uh, shout out to Eddie Doyle. He sent us this video and it just fits perfectly. Yeah. So I love she mentions the middle part in this one. And that's like another thing that was on that like famous BuzzFeed list of things not to do is not wear the side part. Like you have to do the middle part. Also, I pre like thanks for telling me. So, OK, yeah. I mean, if a middle part makes me look better, sure, I'll wear a middle part. I like don't think either of us look good with a middle part. I'm just going to say it. I feel like I have a middle part sometimes. I mean, actually, like, I, my hair just, like, falls wherever it falls. Because yeah. I, I have, you know, what are those things called? Like, cowlicks? Yeah. Where your hair, like, you know, there's, like, a bump. So yeah. your hair falls wherever. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I I've had a middle part before, I think. I guess I can only imagine you in a bun. Yeah, that's it's true. My it's usually just in a messy bun because yeah. I'm too lazy. <laughs> the last millennial perspective we want to highlight is just a millennial that I think is very cool. And she came across my For You page. Uh, her handle is at jcrista1, Jackie C. And she is just a really, really, really good rapper. The video, it says, never seen a girl rap this whole verse without stuttering or messing up. She took on that challenge and killed it. And I love the comments because they're all just like, you're so amazing. Like, oh, keep doing it. And she's done so many other ones. So she's giving millennials a, a great name on, on the TikTok app. Yeah, she is definitely uh, being an, a, a good millennial on TikTok. Mm. She's, she's playing along with the trends. She's killing them in her own way. Big fan. Nice work. So now we'll shift to... Gen Z's perspective. So these are some videos made by Gen Zers about, again, this whole sort of millennial versus G, Gen Z uh, battle, I guess. So um, this first one is funny. It's by at Lily My Rick. And she actually breaks down like the BuzzFeed article that sort of started all of this. Millennials are fighting back via BuzzFeed, which is pretty a millennial of them. I'm going to read some of their brutal comeback. First up, why does Gen Z hate eyebrows? Why does Gen Z have the most obnoxious notification settings? Uh, this is just wrong. We've had our phone on silence since so we got them. What the fuck is a simp and why do Zoomers invent so many lame words? I kind of feel you just seem really jealous. I don't know, maybe a little left out? You want to be included? Why does Gen Z feel the need to put everything in lowercase letters? Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's a burn, but I just say we're not phased by anything. Why does Gen Z stick their tongue out in nearly every photo they take? I mean, I don't know. That is kind of a burn, though. Like, also, like, kind of out of date, I guess. I don't know. 
And I love her observations on it right out the bat. Like, of course, it's in a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> yeah. um, because even me, like... I sort of, it's like it's like I know the millennial they're talking about. It's like I know the poster child mm-hmm. that Gen Z is referring to when they f- refer to like lame millennials. Like I met that girl freshman year of college. She sucked then. She still sucks now. Like I don't like her either. <laughs> I get it. And like and it's funny because BuzzFeed like I was super into BuzzFeed. 20 age 22 you know like right out of college I would avoid work by just like scrolling through BuzzFeed all day I haven't been on BuzzFeed in many years same so it's yeah like maybe you and I are just like elevated millennials (laughs) um (laughs) you know and there are still millennials out there who are just like yeah living this life that we were that we left behind many years ago but so I think it's funny she points out, like, obviously it's through a BuzzFeed article. Okay. And and the, the tweets were also just so off base, like completely yeah. random, completely absurd. So I'm very happy she pointed it out. Um, yes, the, the arguments are absurd. Yeah, it's a great TikTok video. And the hashtag, uh, it wasn't trending, but it was a hashtag was bully millennials so if you look under that hashtag there's a couple of videos that are bully millennials which i'm totally okay with especially when the videos are that funny the next one is at thick with no ass 1999 you know millennials have some goddamn nerve logging on to this app talking shit about gen z this fucking app that we allow them to be on when we're doing the work they were supposed to be doing, baby, y'all were supposed to save the climate, starting revolutions and shit. What did you contribute? Mumford and Sons? A craft brewery on every corner? A fucking goddamn reboot of every movie in the 90s because you wouldn't shut the fuck up about missing it so much? When they weren't even good in the first place, you just peaked when you were eight years old. It's 9 p.m. Go tuck your fucking kids in. Like, again, I think this is funny. Like, I don't know. They're not... Totally. They're not attacking my family or anything, for Christ's sake. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like, this stuff is pretty funny and true. Like, I, my favorite thing always was, like, being roasted. Like, I think I told you, like, all I wanted for my wedding was, like, a roast, which that was what we did for my bachelorette. Bachelorette. Um, because weddings are terrible. The bachelorette was bad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I love being roasted. So I think maybe this is my, maybe it's just me, because as an individual, I find that very funny. And I think, yeah, it's like bully millennials is sort of like roasting, and I find it very funny and not actually offensive. Yeah, definitely. I I love it. And she's not wrong, like. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> like, unfortunately, yeah, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, we dropped the ball. I agree with her. And like, in a sad way, like. I don't, and maybe maybe Gen Z will look back in their 30s and be like, oh, yeah, that happened. But it is like, you know, I had big dreams of, like, being a writer, comedian, whatever, all these things. And then, like, six months out of college, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm poor. I'm so <laughs> poor. I need money. And, like, you know, and so then it just, I kept sort of making these, turns and these choices that were different than like my idealistic youth would have wanted but 
I don't know. Here we are. Either way, so she's not she's not wrong, and I can, I'm self aware enough to say like yeah. At a certain point, I was just like, oh, everything's terrible, but I need to pay rent. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like that uh, she mentions reboots of '90s movies, etc. Because it's true. Well, you know, we like there hasn't been many more original movies. And what I love about TikTok is seeing the young, talented, creative people. Like, our generation didn't, like, I guess we had started having YouTube and stuff where people can show their creativity. But the fact that someone from Nebraska or, like, Oklahoma can pick up their phone and make a 60-second video and blow up that way, it just democratizes the whole system. Uh, You're absolutely right. And I I think there's something about that, too, that, like, millennials used to dream of, like, being the head of a network, like, being a producer, you know, like, at a studio. And I just, I'm hopeful because I think it took me sort of undoing that, like, quote, dream and realizing, like, wait, I don't actually want to, like, be middle management on a TV show. Like, I want to be creative. I want to be creating funny things and, like, making funny films and sketches with my friends. And, like, when you merge that with, like, business and money, it takes away a lot of the pure joy that you used to get from it. So I am. I'm hopeful with apps like TikTok, especially for content creators, that they can embrace and hopefully sustain this like you're saying democratization of content um hopefully they don't get bought out either i mean that's what they're making fun of millennials for hopefully gen z stays strong and isn't just like yeah we'll make a tv show with you nbc and then it's like no which i which is which is fine i think that actually is the great thing like i think Bring, go moving on to the to the next uh, creator who we've mentioned so many times because she's both of our like favorite creator oh, yeah. at Fossey Baby. She's a Gen Z who has just used the app in the best way and is like she's the type of person who I look at and is like this generation of such funny creative people. Like I'm fine if if Flossy Baby ends up on an NBC show like. That's great. It's, it would be because of her TikTok fame. Like, that's what I love about it. And that's what I love about being able to see these Gen Zers on the app. It's like, wow, these are talented people. And so so Flossy Baby has a great video about Gen Z as parents, which we'll play. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I just had a baby and the doctor's like, you have to take it home now. Take it home and do what? Hang out with it? I don't even know her. And, like, I have court in the morning because apparently you can't leave babies home alone. She wasn't even home alone. Like, the dog was here. And so, like, my mom's like, you need to give her a bottle. She's hungry. So I say Henny or Don Julio, and everyone gets mad at me. How am I supposed to know she doesn't drink? You just said give her a bottle. I mean, yeah, she's fine. She's taking a nap in the oven while the chicken's in the bed. Wait, it's not chicken, it's turkey. Oh, and we take turns crying now. So, like, if she has a meltdown in the morning, I get to do it at night because we both can't be crying at the same time. That's too chaotic. I told her dad to go get diapers, and he came back with tampons. We haven't spoken two days. You know you have to feed these things multiple times a day? You're, like, the size of a Subway foot long. How much can you eat? I'm so tired. All I ate today was a Jolly Rancher and a mimosa. So, yeah, I she just makes such great commentary on 
people in general. Yeah. Um, but she does a lot of Gen Z millennial content, and she is so funny. Like, these one-liners, uh, these characters she plays, so good. And I, I want to say, like, what you were talking about before, like, you'd be happy if she were, like, on a big TV show. Of course, so would I. But I think, honestly, it's, like, the difference between her making videos like this that are 100% her voice. Like, you know, mm. it's not like she's got a writer's room. It's not like she's got a producer telling her, hey, tone yeah. this down or mention this. You know this is 100% Flossy Baby. This is her content, her way. And I think that's where, like, I don't know, I get a little jaded thinking, like, I hope that these creators can keep their voice 100% them and yeah. find a way to still grow and monetize and get their content out there without diluting it in the way that I think happens when you get into like a traditional entertainment industry position. It just get there's a lot of other voices in the room. A lot of people have a lot more stake in things and it's I don't know, I just yeah, I, I hope that TikTok shows people, even in positions of power, that there is value to giving somebody an outlet that's completely theirs mm-hmm. where you're not censoring it in any way and you're not telling them to do things or you know you don't have a million people approving it before it goes out like people actually want that that's what tiktok has proven people are yearning for that yeah you said that very well so basically if nbc hires flossy baby have her control the writer's room have yes. her be the showrunner producer yes that's exactly i totally agree with yes, what you're yes, saying yes. is just give her creative control because she like her TikTok channel is proof like she's creative enough and so many other TikTokers as well it's it's great I'm excited to see the future for these Gen Z TikTok stars yeah and funny enough this next one um at Brittany.Xavier um I actually heard about her from Davis Burleson when he was on our show a few episodes ago she was a YouTuber so she came from this like YouTube generation and now she's pivoted into TikTok. And she has a daughter who's in Gen Z. Um, so I guess Brittany is a millennial, although I think she's younger than us. Yeah, but, but she she's definitely a millennial. Cut. Yeah. So it's funny. She sort of parodies the difference between her and, and her Gen Z daughter. Yeah, she has a great video that's just acting like my Gen Z daughter. It's spot on. Yeah. Before we go, I guess I just want to mention the article from The Walrus, which is Everybody Hates Millennials, Gen Z, and the TikTok Generation Wars. Um, So that's a good read. Check it out. There's also a ton of other reads, you know, BuzzFeed articles. I saw on the Today Show, they covered the Gen Z millennial trend. So it's it's everywhere. This is just kind of mine and Melissa's take on it. Um, Melissa, anything more to add? No, I feel like we got out our our passionate ideology on this millennial <laughs> versus Gen Z issue. And, um, you know, if the listeners would like to contribute, we'd love to hear what you have to say. You can always just DM us on Instagram. We have very little to do, so we will respond to you and have a conversation <laughs> with you over Instagram about what you think about this. We'd love to hear. Yeah, this was this was a fun one. So as always, please uh, rate and subscribe if you can. And if you like anything from our episodes, please share them. We'd love to hear from you.
Yeah, as always, we'll put all the videos that we mentioned on our blog, tooldfortiktok.com, number two and the number four. Uh, you'll also find them on our Instagram if you're not already following us, at tooldfortiktokpod. Um, we mentioned a lot of great videos. We played a lot of the audio, um, but they're even better with visual, of course. That's what TikTok's all about. So check out our blog, check out our Instagram, and you can find them there. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Thank you.